coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room at FS Garage East, just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this is Dominar. Oh, let's start right over here. We have a new one. We have a new hack, folks. Let's do the intro. Folks, I'd like to welcome to the show Pathogen Page. Turn the page. Hello. <laughs> All right. And then, oh, you know what? I have to get my soundboard up here. Yes, you got to get for everybody. Get ready to go here. We have the Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah. 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 Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, we're trying to recover from Hackpalooza 3.0. I'm still recovering. Uh, we got a pretty good show tonight. Uh, just uh, sit back. Uh, I don't think we have any Mountain Dew in the house again, but get you a nice cold <laughs> drink there and get you a nice comfortable chair. And this we'll, plen- we'll, this, we'll, we'll try to entertain you. There's plenty of bourbon still on the lot <laughs> yeah, of there. A lot, a lot yeah. of almost empty bottles, yeah. let's put it that oh, way. Yeah. Nobody wanted to finish them off. Yeah. yeah. Okay, in the next seat, we got the old uh, animal boy himself. Hey, Enema Boy is sitting in the domicile one week after Hackapalooza 3.0. All right, and since we're on the uh, backup soundboard here, it's Mustang Mike tonight. Mustang Welcome. You know, I still got two Mustangs, so what can I do? You know, until they're gone, I'm not gone. <laughs> in, in, a, in a little bit, I'll tell you the story of where we had a little problem, but let's get beyond. Okay. This is your humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! Okay. Not with us tonight is... Dominator. <laughs> <laughs> Dominator went snowmobiling. He's dominating the trails. That's yes, right. don't hit a tree, Dommy. We <laughs> need you. Hey. Okay, don't our segments include Hidden Hearth Mind Cigar Review. We got, what is this, like a Toro? Toro, Toro, Toro? This, it's not a Robusto. That's no, sure. it's a Toro. It's a Toro. Okay, and then we have uh, current events. We got the, almost the same list as last week because I didn't have enough time to do anything but keep most That's of last okay. week's on. That's good. I fixed some typos, though, so there's no more... Uh, we have a new lounge to review. No more... Hmm? We have a new lounge. New round through. Yeah, right, right, right. And there's no more trial snow angel. It's now the right thing. So. That's right. Yeah, and whatnot. Okay, and then we got the uh, local spotlight, Cigar Lounge Review. We went to a new place this week. We and, did. And uh, we got Controversy Corner, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with the Hidden Earth Reveal and Hidden Earth Recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com. And there we go. And we all survived Hackapalooza. Although some of us got a little ripped. A little. And, and a little. We had, um, you know, I'm still thinking of um, Ginger. And Ginger, I'm sorry to make fun of you, man, but I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll tell Turn the Page, Pathogen Page, the story because it is hysterical. Imagine being in wall-to-wall traffic. I am sitting behind in the backseat of the Navigator to uh one of um jojo mo's uh sons um we call him ginger he's the redhead and so uh 
Ginger had a little too much to drink the night before. So we're, we're headed to the Cigar Authority. We're in wall-to-wall traffic, and we are in the passing lane, so all these cars are to the right of us. And all of a sudden, just maybe a, a half a mile from two guys, Ginger starts to vomit. He opens the window, starts blowing chugs, and I'm looking at the people directly across from him. There were two women in a car, and they are mortified. mortified. And I looked at Dobby, and I went, I hope they're not going to lunch. And I am laughing so hard, looking at their faces, because they're right there. And I am crying, and poor Ginger is puking. And I can't stop laughing. (laughs) And the people who were even behind them were like, you could just see this old lady's face like, oh, God. And this poor bastard was sick. We had to turn around. They dropped me off. Dommy had to bring Ginger back to the uh, domicile. Luckily, it's only 10 minutes away. 10 minutes away. So, and drop him (sighs) off. But right. oh yes, he was he was drinking. Try to be a too big much, boy. Too much. And Ginger, it's okay. okay. Let's light a cigar here. This is, is a cigar podcast. So right, right. We don't want to talk about um bad we, things. We want we, to talk about good things. We'll get back to Hackapalooza, but we have something that looks like a San Andreas wrapper. Mm. This thing's dark. Really? Mm. Um, no, but no. go okay. ahead, describe it. It's it, got it, pepper in pepper on top of pepper. Yeah. You think so? Oh yeah. Really? I, I got barnyard. I got, I got a little pepper and barnyard. I got nothing on the cold draw. Really? Let's like these bones. I got not, well, very little on the foot. Right. I don't know. It's like a Dr. Pepper to me. It's a yeah. little veiny. Good. Let's like this thing. I it, it has a good taste. So my cigar story is I, I'm looking for my phone last week. Say to my wife, hey, honey, did you see my phone? She goes, no, I'll dial it. So she dials it. Oh, and up geez. on the screen comes Penny Lane. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> she didn't know her name. <laughs> that's your nickname for her. Of course, that's not her name. Wow. So I had to change her name. This is strong. So you know what my new name in her, my phone she had me put in? She's now my hot wife. My hot wife. My hot wife. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. She wanted something nicer. Mm -hmm. You know, she's a penny pincher, but, you know. That's where the penny lane comes from, right? Exactly. You know, she's in whatever. We're going to have to go back understands. That's right. Now I taste the pepper. Wow. There's pepper on this. This is really spicy. This is spicy, folks. Wow. That's a super spice. Mm. Let's find out what kind of wrapper we got here. Because I don't think it's San Andreas. Is this a My Father? No. Uh, Yeah, it's strong. Looks like a potica a little bit. The wrapper is Habano. Really? Mm -hmm. It's got a little bite to it. This has a bite to it, man. You notice that? It does. It's kind of bitey. What's darker, Maduro or Habano? Uh, Maduro, for sure. Maduro, definitely. Really? This is a Honduran oh, yeah. Habano. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's the same cigar in two different colors. Hmm. That's a little strange, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, like the bottom wrapper is darker. Yeah. Look at that going on. It's kind of like, well, that's, that's interesting. In- that's interesting. Are they all like I mean, that? Sun-aged. Like, this part is darker. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's dark. 
Mine must have been on the bottom of the pile. Just asking, did this come out of the Dunbotton collection? No, it did not come out of the Dunbotton You know, that's a very good guess, because this is strong. Whatever it is, it's strong. Mm. I didn't know because they look like that, whether they were, like, hand-rolled. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a wild guess to say uh, the Florida Dominican. Uh, let me get the button for you. <laughs> uh, tonight's clue is that came out of Maddie's bargain bin at Blast House Cigar. Maddie has a bargain bin? Yeah. We're, yeah, so we're, smoke, we're smoking the Cuban special? No, no, no. I have no avo idea. No, no, no. It's not an avo. <laughs> it's not an avo. Really? And they're not, and it's not recent. I've got these long time So ago let me ask there. you something. Mm-hmm. Is this a Nat Sherman? It is not a Nat Sherman. This is strong. And Speaking of Nat Sherman, yeah, I was watching uh, the Smoking Tobacco show with uh, Michael Herklotz was on. Oh, really? What's he doing? And uh, what they're doing is uh, he and the guy who was the CFO at Nat Sherman International, the yeah. cigar side, they bought the rights to all of the cigar stuff. Okay. And Good. they're starting up a new outfit. I, I'll tell you something. That man, he knew more about cigars than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was a genius around cigars. Uh, not only like what you were smoking and so forth, but he knew the intertwinings of all these different, you yeah. know, well, he used to work blends at- and so forth. I was like, holy crap! How he do was, you? Yeah, he was at Davidoff before. He right. That really. Yeah. We're not smoking uh, Hiram and Solomon, are no, we? No, this would not be a Hiram and Solomon. I'm trying to think of what's in Maddie's bin. Well, I said it's a long time ago. So I know it is a long time ago. If we were in there ago. recently, these won't be there anymore. No. no. Plus, I probably got them all. So. Well, this was this was in the uh, bargain bin on the inside of the humidor. Yeah, he's got that little yeah. box. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. About halfway down on the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he didn't throw he's away gone. good cigars. He threw away stuff that just didn't sell. Yeah, well, some of them were good some cigars. And some of them were great yeah. cigars. So it's funny because in different stores that have bargain bins, right. you, you go into one place and they have like what's selling at the other place. That's right. And, and That's vice right. versa. It's, uh, it's well, it's like funny. Avo sells, you know, when Maddie got that new Avo case, so... Mm-hmm. Maddie gets this case that's like seven feet long and six feet high, and I'm thinking there is no way that all the brands of Avo are going to sell, and no. they're selling like hotcakes, oh, like crazy, he, like crazy. It's marketing the, uh, and it's beautiful and it's well lit up. Yeah, um, you know, and I know he's bringing in more cigars, which will be excellent because some of the cigars we smoke like smoke like Bugsy's stuff he's going to bring in mm-hmm. yeah. pure soul and some of the stuff we want he's bringing in and he's going to bring some chairs back yeah I asked him about that he said they're in storage so they are he's he's going to bring them back yeah. he's just bringing in some more stock yeah which is a great idea yeah. he's been talking about it for a long time mm-hmm. yeah sometimes like when you have a crew in there and they play cards every day, you break the glass table. They can't play anymore. It's a nice way. It's a nice way of asking people, "Hey, yeah, but don't those- come here with your own cigars and tell me that you're spending money at my place." Right. See, I am. My problem was is there was a group of people who were showing up every day and they were playing cards and they brought their own cigars. Not and then, cool. then there's another group of people who come in. They'll buy one cigar and they'll smoke seven. And then he'll find cigars there that he doesn't even sell. Right. You know, and, and you know something? Right, right, right. And, and they, the thing that's hard is, is some of those people still go there, and it bothers me not to say anything. And the other day, I was sitting there, and a gentleman lit up a cigar that wasn't from that store. And I was pissed. And I, I did everything I could not to say anything. 
But I did see the gentleman in another store and said something to him and said, this isn't right. Yeah. I said, buy one of Maddie's cigars. What I don't like is these guys who go online and they buy bulk through the mail. And then that's what they say. Right. And, you know, they're not supporting. Again, our whole show and our whole concept is support Supporting. the small shops. Yep. So you so know? my brother very frequently will walk in with the humidor. He'll buy two cigars and smoke his own. But at least he buys. And he yep. tells the owner, you know, the same thing that I did at uh, our new place that we checked out. Mm-hmm. I bought two hammer and sickles and then smoked my own. Yeah. But at least that way I'm showing, you know. Uh, I'm giving tutelage to the place that I go to. Yeah. Before they. <laughs> tutelage. <laughs> I'll have to cut that out. <laughs> well, they did. No. Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay. So, uh, what do you think of this stick? Yeah. You're... Yes, no? Yeah. It's, it's kind strong. of it's, okay. it's not super strong anymore. I mean, it was. At the beginning, it had a real bite to it. Now it's kind of. Mm. Those, it seems the like it's, it's melting out a little bit, but it's definitely still kind of strong. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah, that was definitely medium plus, but yeah, yeah. it doesn't have that bite. You know, anymore. a couple of weeks ago when Paige came over and brought all those cigars, now I pegged for Paige for for smoking full bodied cigars, but you had a plethora of of mild, medium, and strong cigars. Mm. So I was like, okay. You so have to what? Try everything you do. So yeah, where? Absolutely. What do you like? Are you a, a full-bodied? Yeah, more full. Yeah, really. Absolutely. Maybe someday I'll get there. I'm still at the median. Yeah. <laughs> I just find I've never I, been sick on a scar. Never. You know, I find I cough a lot in the yeah. morning when I stro- when I smoke a strong cigar. Yeah. Get a cigar hangover. I'm yeah. starting to see why this was in the bargain bin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's not. It's. Yeah. It's not you know a super I mean? cigar, but it's not bad. I mean, it's, yeah, we had a wonderful yeah. cigar last week. So we survived Hackapalooza. Oh, we smoked last week the um, Perdomo. Oh, the Perdomo yeah. Noir. Noir. Yeah. Noir. Yeah. Noir. Have you ever had the Champagne I Noir? It's actually, what, I like it a lot. That's what we had last week. It was, so, and they were really yeah. aged. The cellophanes were dark yellow, dark yellow. Yeah, and, so, and they were great. They were yeah. great. It was an eight point nine. It came out really good for a Perdomo, and um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Of the whole four days, I loved everything Salty Stephanie said. She, Salty she Stephanie. fit in. You know, I hate to say Man. this, Alex, and I know you're going to be listening to our show, but I want to get Salty on the show and do an interview with her. She was so awesome. Oh, she yes, fit she in perfect. And you know what? She was, you know. Alex is is very well educated. He's a, he's a pretty smart man, but man, his well, he married her. He married her, man, <laughs> and she yeah. was able to turn it. And you know, for somebody that doesn't smoke cigars, she was oh, right yeah, she in was. the mix. Yep. Yeah. And as fast as a criticism came out, she shot it back. Well, she also guessed the cigar without even she doesn't smoke. Yeah, when she guessed what it was, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it was no, she easy. was talking about champagne in Noir. And she, she was like, I guessed it. It was a complete fluke. Yeah, yeah. Was, it yeah, was a fluke. Yeah. But she yeah. still yeah. guessed it. She got so, it. She did. And so Hackapalooza was a blast. Yep. It was a little different this year. We had a little bit of a. Uh, we had a couple of new people. Actually, we had four new people come. The Baptist came. Ginger oh, came. Right, right, right. Ginger. Uh, no, no, Nicole. And, uh, and uh, crunchy numbers. Yeah, crunchy numbers came. So it was a little bit different. And Gil. But, and Gil was there. But yep. 
the makeup was a little different, and Dirty McGurdy and Kimmy Lopper joined us mm-hmm. in a couple of the events. And, uh, Radloff's, you know, I just want to say a real big thank you to the places that we went. Paul and Russ, the shack has become every hackapalooza we will go to the shack. You put on such a nice show for us, and it was just... Well, the thing about the shack is the size of it is perfect for just us. It is. We basically yeah. take over the whole place. Yeah. Close it. And we yeah. have pizzas delivered. Pri- private yeah. function. And boom. We get you the know, place. but it was, uh, they were just so nice. And they had a really good selection in there. They have some new cigars. They're making room mm-hmm. for a lot of new cigars. Oh, they're Rockies bringing are in all the, out yeah, of stock. They're, yeah, the Rockies are doing dynamite. You know, Brian's cigars, some of the uh, the general cigars, the barber poles are selling like crazy. Mm-hmm. They've really come a long way. I really, really love them, and I say that with all sincerity. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul wasn't a big cigar smoker, and I mean, the only one that was uh, missing was his son, Addictomy. He wasn't there, <laughs> but I'll tell you. Well, we missed Roberta and Johnny. And we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And it was good to see Jimmy there in Big Pussy and... uh it was a great place. And then on to uh, Eli's Lounge. Oh, twins, twins, twins. Oh, oh we went to twins. Yep, I'll get there. But oh. Eli's Lounge, Eli was fabulous. Linda, you made it. Uh, belly dancer. And I think Eli might bring her in as a staple. And, I mean, what was the name of her boyfriend she brought? Brian. 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 Nice guy. Ponytail has to go, dude. Uh, <laughs> we, we you're taught, a big, tough guy. Well, Ponytail has to go. You know what we go. taught him to do? We taught him how to play and 52 bounce. pickup. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. old game. <laughs> it was more like dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> Linda, what a class act. Let alone that belly dancer that came out right before her. Yeah, I'm glad we lost the video of that. Right. I, I, I think that belly dancer's name was Fugly. Crawdad Jim. Crawdad Jim came out and did a belly dance. I have a video of it. Yeah. And uh, You don't want to see it. Yeah, we can't watch nah, it. The Lebanese guys were in shock. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So her uh, Linda's boyfriend, Brian, yeah. Small World, his local shop. Is cigars for us in Danvers? He yeah, goes there and gets his cigars. That's there, so. wow. Yeah. So when we go down there, yeah. to hang out, we have to call him and right and say he'll and come out. down and yeah. hang out with mm-hmm. us, awesome. which will be wonderful. And then when it comes to two guys and twins, two wonderful shops, different calibers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, twins has the full bar. It was so nice, Kurt. You know, your hospitality goes above and beyond. Kurt passed out his brand new cigar, which was. Fabulous! I don't yeah. know what it what, what it was Factory called. Factory Fifty Seven Torpedo. Yeah, but it was delicious. So the story behind that was he ordered those. They were supposed to come in like six months ago. Right, came in the day before we got there. Wow! And so he said, "Hey, you got to try a, these." So I'll be buying. Yeah, he, he came around. He gave every one of us one of those. Try it out and let me know how it is and yeah, whatever. I'll know? be buying a box of those. Those yeah, were that was absolutely a good fabulous. Yep, great and, cigar. And the drinks, you know, Bree was there. Breddy was in awe. <laughs> Absolute awe because you got you got Kendra and Bree behind the bar, and Breddy walks up to the bar and his jaw drops and he's just standing there and he looks at Bree and he goes, "You are gorgeous," and he's just standing there with the biggest smile on his face. But you know, I made. Um, in fact, my brother, the taco, made made a comment. 
on uh he wrote in marky put something out there i had all the guys try one of those spicy bloody marys yeah. and they were all gagging but they <laughs> they liked them yeah. somebody else ordered a second yeah but man were they hot of course nick the nasty works there so i sent him right. the all the you know itinerary and stuff he said you guys got to come earlier so you can get a place in the lounge because friday's their busy day right and said so, so come instead of like one thirty come at noon and you'll be able right. to get all together in one place which we did which worked out great and, and so kurt, and kurt thanked thank me downstairs yeah. he said you know you really made my day you brought a whole crew yeah. and we all bought and uh Bree, they brought her in just because we were going to be there. They yeah. need extra help. Normally, it's just Kendra right. on Friday. Yeah, afternoon. Kendra would have been in trouble yeah. if yeah. she was alone. Because mm-hmm. we were all drinking. We were getting cigars constantly. And we had lunch there, too. And we had cool. lunch. Yeah. Everybody had lunch. We brought in lunch with us. And, so it was and the staff cool. ate also. And oh, then, you have to feed the staff. You course. have to. Yeah. And then we went over to the t- to two guys. And Dave. The next and day. The next day, Dave and Mr. Jonathan. And Mike and Trevor and Pat, everybody was wicked hospitable to us. Mm-hmm. And we got probably one of the most down-to-earth interviews with Steve Saka. For all the times I've met with him, he was a little bit different this time. He was really... Well, it was just us. We weren't recording. No. It was just, just the interactive yeah, The man know, chat. is such a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. yeah, and it was real casual. So he was just... He was able to be himself. Yeah, he wasn't... Pitching he, like he was on a show. No, and he was saying, I got to get out on the boat with you guys. Yeah. The guy loves to fish and just real down to earth. So, and he gave nice. a very special treat to all of us. Oh, yeah. The U-boat. He gave us, he rolled himself. He rolled no them kidding. himself. Yeah. He gave me the whole thing of them. So all the hacks. So I handed them out. I had three left. So I made sure that the ginger and uh, Breddy, who stayed back. Oh, you got some for them? Yeah. I got them. And in the end, I had three. So when we went up to Radloff's, Radloff's was like, again, it'll be a staple. Jamie and Dawn, you guys were awesome. Uh, What was the name of the bartender? Kayla? I think so. Another Kayla? And I think it's another Kayla. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetheart. Just a sweetheart. And we had a ball there. So I handed out a cigar to uh, Dirty McGurdy. And the Crown Jewels was there. Actually, a lot of people were there. Family Brian. Jewels. And, uh, Family yeah. Jewels was there. And Kimmy was there, and I gave her my cigar. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, they were, they were in heaven. And I was yeah. like, Kimmy, don't you dare give this to Dirty McGurdy. You, and she smoked it. Yeah. Yeah. And they were in heaven. They gave us the members lounge to hang out in. We had a ball. Brian Sonia was there for Hammer and Sickle. We bought boxes. And uh, we had a great time. And uh, the Silver Fox. And the yeah, Silver Fox. She came and, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a pleasure. I I really have to say thank you to the women of our show. And now we have the newest member. Taylor Maid made it. Taylor Maid was there. Brian Godin showed up. Um, the Flower Garden. Yep. The, uh, the Bonner boys were there. The father and son. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, really nice. Had a good time up there. We had a great time. I met some great people Everywhere. up there. So, just to explain, back at Two Guys, we went for the Cigar Authority podcast at, mm. at noon. It's noon to two. We brought lunch there, too. This was on the Saturday. Yeah. And then they did the after show after. Right. Sometimes they do it before, so they can get out of there. They do the after show, which they put out on Wednesdays. Right. But they did it after, because Steve Soccer was there, so he was on those two shows. And then after... 
that was over. Steve hung out with us for a good hour, hour or so. Yeah, Absolutely. a good hour. Absolutely love him, and he uh, he's he's just a wealth of knowledge. I love him. His experience is incredible. It was it, good. It, it was, was good. a really really yeah. good time. So Hackapalooza was a real hit. I think uh, everybody loved their gift. Oh yeah. Uh, we <laughs> go ahead. Describe what we gave. Well, we had these little cans that look like a Folgers coffee thing, but they're clear. So there was uh, some, like, six or eight cigars in there. Boston uh, baked beans. Boston, some candy. Chocolate so we got cigar. chocolate cigar, bubblegum cigar, and uh, hand sanitizer, and right. uh, Tylenol, and uh, Rolaids. Uh, Rolaids, right. For which the ginger ate the whole pack. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> All was, the necessities. It, you know, it was a little different compared to the previous year where we partied till six in the morning every day. Uh, we were, it was a little. I think we learned, and we went. It was a little more low key, but we had some people here that don't smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. So 4.0, we got a year to plan it. Yep. Well, this whole thing was a little low key because of the yeah. whole. Yeah, because yeah, of the COVID, yeah, COVID and thing, so forth. Yeah. yeah, but it came off. We got to go got, everywhere. Yeah, we, we didn't really get shut out of anything. No, we didn't, no. We didn't really. We made sure we socially distanced and we, we made, wore masks. We made the appropriate accommodations, and we it was did. all good. And it was it was fabulous. The weather stayed with us because uh, hell had so that storm coming you, in early. What did you think of the tomahawk? Trouble. You know, I liked it. I, I did um, too. The steak they gave me was delicious. It was too much. Meaning it was huge. Well, you bought the big one. Well, I bought the big one, but yeah. I had to give half of it to uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Baptist who ate uh, half my steak. Yeah, I couldn't finish it, yeah. and I was hungry. Mm-hmm. But I could, it was delicious. Ani, well, what a great shop! So Ani is a friend of ours from Cigars R Us in Danvers. He lives down there, but he's one of the owners at the Tomahawk. They have a butchery right. and a tavern. It's kind of Where? like in Merrimack, New Hampshire. I'm going. It was yeah, really it was, good. It yeah. was it was very good, and I knew like Bert and Ernie got the wrong steaks. Ernie's steak was a little too rare, and Bert's steak he ordered like as raw as you can get it, and they gave him a medium. But they ended up having to bring another steak over to um, to Bert, to Bert yeah, because they made problem. it wrong. They, it wasn't a problem. Just the service there was great. It we had a little function room. Nice. There, were, there were like 14 of us in there for dinner. Of course, Jojo Moe and one of the boys got the tomahawk. Right. It's, you've seen a tomahawk steak? Yeah, I love it's that. It's the big wrong, big I, rib that's like and they loved 25 it. inches like, long. They absolutely Something from loved the Flintstones. it. Flintstones, yeah. I mm-hmm. would get it. I couldn't believe the amount of food Christian ate. I couldn't believe it. He huh? ate half of a tomahawk uh-huh. and half of, a, of my steak, which was like this. I had a um, yeah. ribeye. Ribeye. I had yeah, a twenty-four yeah, ounce ribeye that was huge. It was more steak than I could eat, and it was delicious. Yeah, yeah the food was out of this world. I'd definitely go back there. Yeah, it was nice. It was actually very I got nice. pinged by Arnie. They're, they're having a Super Bowl thing up there. I don't know if we were going for that, but oh, we're, really? we're going to be at the domicile here right. for, the, for the Super Bowl. We are. It was a great time. So, so we did okay on the food, and we did okay on the. Sleeping arrangements, we had more people, but it worked out perfect. Yeah, somehow or other. It really, well, everybody was spaced out. You had, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it was Marky who was sleeping over, over, by, over, the side yeah, over yeah. by the side. Mm-hmm. And Marky, don't worry, I will not mention to anybody <laughs> what happened. No, don't mention it. I won't say a word about the <laughs> we had. 
Yeah. But uh, leave that alone. No Listen, I'm going to miss at the Super Bowl. I'm going to miss Breddy being here this year. Yeah. Was really, yes, you know, second year in a row. We rooted him last year for his Super Bowl win. He's working during the Super Bowl. Did you get that? Yeah, I got that. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so anyway, so, that'll all be over by the time this yeah. airs. It will. And you know what? It was surreal on Sunday. You know, I always get Terry when they leave because it's unfortunate we only see him once a year, but. Dave, it would be great if we could make a surprise visit to uh, go out to Colorado for a weekend and just say, "Why would we go out there? There's nothing to do out there. They got one crappy shop. I know we they would just do. Bring them here. We'd bring them here. Correct. We got to bring them up in the <laughs> summer. Summertime. Yeah. In summer the summer, palooza. we, we got to do a summer palooza. Take them on the, bring them. on the raft. Yeah, yeah. bring them. We really do. We got to start right. thinking about that. Yeah. Summer, Second week of we July. Call it Summer Palooza 3.5. That's right. 3.5. <laughs> and you know what? For Summer Palooza, we got to bring Bert and Ernie up here. That's just a blast. All right. So but, we got a message from Nick in Rhode Island while we were at Twins. He was listening to the show. He says, What's Hackapalooza? Right. Just explain what Hackapalooza is. Don't you dare so, read what he wrote. So just explain what... No, that's what his question is. Right. So What's Hackapalooza? What the, the whole thing. So, back originally, three years ago, a Hackapalooza was, we are up here in New Hampshire, we are the uh, the cigar hacks. And we came up with the idea, we're going to have throw a big bash, and we are going to call it Hackapalooza. Well, it was retro hex extravaganza. We right. had a whole bunch of we names. We had names. But, but the but reason we did it, you remember the reason we did it way back three years ago? Yeah. Plus why we did it? Because Mark and Brett are like, you guys are describing all these places. And, and they're out in Colorado. They do the retro hail out of Fort Collins. We never met them. And, uh, but we had been talking to them for, for a year. For a year. Because they reached out to us to, you know, just co- collaborate with another podcast. And uh, we hit it off. And uh, they're like, you can't possibly have all these shops out there. It's like, yeah, we do. We'll bring you out and we'll show you. And so that's how it started is that's because right. and on because the- we, we needed to show them all the places. So the first right. year, we brought them out. We got everybody together. We and got, we just we got, jammed them with shops. And we went to as many places as possible. So right. we went to shop after shop. It was like a... A shop crawl, a cigar. It, it, it was a cigar crawl, crawl, but we went to like fourteen we, places. But we also days. learned some things because we didn't really have time to sit and have fun until we got to shenanigans and so forth. But yeah. it was at the end of the trip, so we learned. The second year, we learned how to relax a little bit. Yeah, well, and the, take it a little. Yeah. The objective for the first one was to go to as many right. places as possible and show and them show all, these, them all places. these wonderful these places, places. Really, do exist. So they really and miss they were us. blown away with all this stuff. And we had the limo and right. no heat in the limo in January, right. and that's a whole other yeah. story. Right. But uh, that was the first one, and then we did it again last year, and we went to places and stayed. So we changed right. the objective to go and, and, and enjoy ourselves, enjoy ourselves, and stay at different places. Right. So basically, did a similar agenda. Right, and wow. we and we learned because Maki got sick last year, and so I bought him the uh, Captain Morgan's a hundred proof. Whoa. Yeah, Maki got wrecked, <laughs> wrecked. <laughs> However, it was just we had we had a lot of fun. You know, Alex and Stephanie, you really made it, and uh, they made beautiful pictures for us. Mm-hmm. It was a really good time. It was great to see Muffy. I'm sorry, Eric the Viking and Dave the Dentist will make sure we get you out for the summer. But I guess I should do the troops. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Okay, so 
little shout out to the troops. We do it every single uh, episode just to say thank you and we respect you to the men and women who are fighting our good fight here in this country and abroad. You know, to the policemen that are out there, all the National Guard, like all us. the first responders. Okay. You know, we really want to thank you for your efforts and just let you know that we truly do respect you. And you're doing one hell of a job. Oh, so thank you. Lit there. This is strong. Whatever yeah, we're smoking, I like it. it's mellowed out. It's mellowed out a little yeah, bit. I, took a, I took a break for a little while. I just did the retro hail, and man, it burned. Oh yeah, it Ooh, hurt. Retro's, retro's hot on this. Yeah, for a guy that smokes mild to medium cigars, this is a little strong for me. But uh, I am. What do you think, Paige? I like this one. I'll oh. be honest. Uh, it's uh, getting better. It's uh, yeah. Oh, you're still Absol- you're still not too far down. No, I mean, not. I'm, I'm like halfway through yeah. this. No, and uh, I'm Started smoking off a fast rough. as usual. Start off rough. Yeah, getting better. It, it was yeah. very yeah. spicy at the beginning. What do you think, Javi? You like it? Well, kind of, but it's mellowed out. Mm. But it's still, you know, like I it's say, I, I, I'm I'm a mild to medium guy. This this is a little, a little strong for me, but I think I can hack it. Is it's, this a Dominican? No, it's said Honduran. It's Honduran. Is that why we call the hacks? Because we can hack it. <laughs> we can hack it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to smoke okay. it. I'm going. I'm going to smoke it all the way down. But uh, it's uh, just, it's not treating my palace the way it should. Uh, the way a good cigar should treat them. Yeah. You know? Hobby, it's, it's not can something, something I'd reach for. Can not embarrass you? What? You have one palate. Oh, it's not pallets. Pallet? Okay, pallet. No, no. I've seen it. He has two pallets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh, that's called Pilates. <laughs> that's a Pilates. Pilates. So, Nick, I hope you understand what we got here now with the Hackapalooza and what it's all about. It's about yeah. getting together with our yeah. friends from all over the, the and, area and, and, and the and country it, and just going around and enjoying yeah. the cigar lounge. And, you know, and, and, and we can stay in tents in the summertime. Nick can come up for the weekend. That's right. Well, Nick <laughs> wants to meet us when we go down to Rhode Island. Yeah. The other thing, Nick, is... The whole story behind Alex the Bastard is this. Alex, you know, has been trying to get onto the Retro Hail, which is the show out in Colorado that uh, Brett and Ernie do, and they always seem to miss him. Yeah. So we wanted to say, hey, Alex the Bastard, we're putting you on our show. Mm-hmm. And that was the story behind that. We definitely aren't lovers. <laughs> so... That's that. And the other mailbag I got from uh, Dave the Dentist is... Oh, what did he say? He's sorry he missed the whole thing. He said I missed a good time. He did. So, okay. All good. Uh, Javi, you ready to do the... Uh, yes, I am. Do the current events? Cue the music. Okay, folks. Uh, we got 15 tonight. Uh, starting off with number one is Cigar Shenanigans, North Conway, New Hampshire. Third annual Sokka and the Fish Nerds Ice Fishing... March the 31st at noon. Then we go down to Twins London Dairy, New Hampshire. See the Japanese highball cocktail called the Baller. We did. Yes, we did. Served over an ice ball. I saw Bree making the ice balls. Right. They have these molds. Yeah. They're like silicone molds. Yep. That was water. cool. You know, yeah. the way they were making it. And, and they can do different flavors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that... No, oh, that, uh, that the that gun. Fish, that yeah, the gun special here. gun there. The flavor gun. That yeah, makes this, right. makes this like a smoke yeah. thing. It's like a... You know, it was funny because I was sitting at the bar with um, the Baroness. Mm-hmm. And the Baroness said, that contains um, um, dish soap. And I went, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sure as hell, it did. It's it, a tiny it, bit it, in A there. very tiny bit to make the bubble. Yeah. But the bubble is filled with smoke. Yeah. And when it pops. It, it bursts and smoke it just, comes out. all smoke. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
you know, so. Okay, the next spot, uh, we check this lounge out. We'll uh, describe it later on for you. The uh, Cloud Lounge, Salem, New Hampshire, open on Friday, 129. Regular days are Wednesday through Sunday, closed Mondays and Tuesdays. Then we go to the Calibra Club, Epic, New Hampshire. Membership is open for the seven-day, 24-hour private members-only lounge. When you become a member, you can you get a key card. You can go in there anytime you want, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Yep. And we uh, drove right by there on our way to Radley. Yeah. We did. Okay, then we go to Cigar Lounge. Uh, that's Watertown, Mass., not Watertown, New York. Uh, <laughs> new merch is available at, and yeah, is available, and it looks great. Okay, then we go to Victory Bar and Cigar Worcester Mass. Back back to the regular hours, noon to 1.30 a.m. Last call is 1.30 a.m. We have to make a route out there. Yeah, yeah we got to get yeah, down there. Okay. Well, we got the limo, so. We got the limo. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, Churchill Smoke Shop and Lounge, East Providence, Rhode Island. Whiskey Cigar Tasting. Last week was Wolford Bourbon Old Fashioned Paired with the Bella's Artis. Artis. By A.J. Fernandez. Check their Facebook posts for upcoming specials. Uh, then we go out to Texas in Fuego, McKinney, Texas. Man Cave Monday, 7, start at 7 p.m. with a different cigar featured each week. Terrence Riley of Agonosa Leaf coming in February. Then we go down to the Volunteer State, uh, Smoky Zabby, Nashville, Tennessee, Poker Wednesdays. At 7 till 11 p.m. Go, go balls. Go, go balls. balls. Go balls. Go balls. <laughs> B-O-L-S. Balls. Balls. Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> okay. Then we go to you, Smoky Cigars, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Cigars and Bibles led by Pastor Kaleeb. 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 Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> good, good, good street. Every week. You guys, every you week. guys trip me up every time on this. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Uh, then we go to Rick's Cigar Lounge, White House, Tennessee, fully stocked with Padrones, Olivas, and Rocky Number no. Six. And they have somebody in the house who's that has been, been there. Both of those places, to yes. all three places. Really, been yeah, yeah. smokers out. Are of they field. nice? Uh, all of them are fantastic. Every anytime anyone goes to Tennessee or Nashville, I should say, should visit yeah. Because I places. I went to Gatlinburg and there was no nowhere. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, Nashville's a great place, and all those three places are wonderful. Okay, then we go to back to Texas, the official Houston Cigar Week coming in May on the 12th through the 16th, and Houston Cigar Week May the 27th through the 30th. Uh, then we go to one of our favorite places when we have the Pensa- uh, the Pocono Hackabalooza is the Big House Tobacco Outlet, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Winter beers are in New Trail Snow Angel, Lenny's Snowdrift Vanilla Porter, mm-hmm. and Wallen Paca Pack. Paw pack. Oh, Wall, oh, wall and pack. Black oh. diamond lager. Mm-hmm. Then we go to uh, Mexico Bar, uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Back to being open until midnight. The lounge has been renovated and looks yeah, real. You see the pictures of this place. It, Man. It looks really nice these days. So different than I was out there a couple of years, maybe three, four years ago. Yeah. I was at, at this place, and what a difference. Yeah. They really renovated looks. it this year. Nice. Wow. It's so nice in yeah. there now. Okay, folks, and last but not least, we got Corona Cigar Orlando, Florida, Saturday, February the 13th, 5 to 8 p.m., the Maker's Flower Shop event. Lake Mary, it's Valentine's Day soon. And I will be there. And that is the end of the current events, folks. I, I will be headed to Florida soon. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm leaving next week. 
Oh, you're going to uh, be there for Valentine's Day? I'm going to be there for two weeks. Yeah, Valentine's Darn. Day. We'll be there. Oh, so you and, can maybe um, go to the flower shop and get your wife some flowers. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Lake Mary. She's already uh, she's already planning uh, the roller coasters that I'm going to dread going on. Uh-huh. You know, I'm afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not really afraid. I just don't like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. She picks out these crazy roller coasters and is, you know, eggs me on. What are you afraid? And no, I'm 270 pounds. The bar only goes up so much. And I feel like my fat ass is going to fall out. <laughs> hey, I'll send my boy down there to take your place. That's, that would be wonderful. He may be there. You never know. You know where he's this weekend? He drove down to Virginia. He's at Bush oh, Gardens. Yep. Just Been for the there. weekend. Just for the weekend. It's an incredible the, bush garden. They have a lot of good coasters there. Yeah. Lots of the one in New Jersey is the best. That one's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He spent yeah. New Year's Kings. there. So the flower shop event at Corona is uh, Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. You get Mark, some Maker's yeah. Mark and whatnot. And then you get flowers with your. Oh, that's very nice. That's the, give, that's the uh, premium is you get flowers. Beautiful. For Valentine's Day. Don't they do a Maker's Mark cigar? I don't know. Uh, there is one that, yeah. there is There is one that's in a. It's in like a tubo, and yeah. it's yeah, you know, there's some maker's mark in there or yeah. something like that. It's sealed just like the bottle with the right. red stuff. Yes, with the wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, hidden herf reveal. What do you say on these? Any more guesses? Uh, I don't know what this is. It's uh, definitely strong. Yeah. The Let retro me think. Is... One more. Is this a placentia? No, no. All right, let's find out what it's it is. It's not a Perdomo, is it? No, 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 no way. No, no, no. There you go. Oh, blind oh, faith. Blind faith. Well, that is why I don't know it. You don't do Alec Bradley? I don't this think I've ever Alec smoked Bradley. this ever before. Never had I've it. never smoked it before. I know that. Never had it. Now, who makes this? Alec Bradley. Alec, Alec Bradley. Bradley. Mm. This is the blind faith in the Toro. Wow. It's, uh, I like it, actually. Well, it's in your... Uh, well, I smoke everything. Yeah. Yeah, but it's in your domain. You like fuller-bodied cigars? It's, it's it's not a bad cigar, but it's just, you know, it's a little bit too strong for me. But I, like too. I say, I'm going to finish it. You know, I'm not going to throw down a, you know. I, yeah, I can see why it ended up in the in the bin. This yeah, is not yeah. the profile for the, the store. store. It no, is no. No. Most of the, you know, a lot, they have their regulars that smoke full-bodied cigars. Yeah. They got the guys that go in and buy all the Padrones. And, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know yeah, how I mean, well Alec Bradley does in this store. Well, if uh, there were any more petite Coronas over there, I'd be buying them all. Yeah, I know you would. At the uh, Coyol. Yeah. The Coyol Petite. Mount you know, Riley. It's really good. Have you had that one? Mm-hmm. That's really good. One you know, I've only found that one shop, um, SNA in Watertown, that mm-hmm. ever had the La Polina drumstick. Was it the drumstick? Yeah. From La Polina. No, no. Crown Heads. Crown Heads. Crown heads. And I haven't found them anywhere else. And you want? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a. But it was a great stick. I wonder if they have any more. I know. Ooh, we we'll need to go, down, to go down, down there and see them again. That's uh, I'm Steve free Saturday night. Steve and his dad. Uh, yeah. Was it John? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. That's where we had maybe the, Saturday night the big we'll poppy take, event. We'll, we'll was, take the limbo. Go out for a little a ride. You know. Take the limbo. We could take the limbo. Right. Okay, so we get the Alec Bradley Blind Faith Habano wrapper from Honduras. Local spotlight. Okay. So, Wednesday night, we had an impromptu again. I called Dave on the way home. I don't know. Oh, I was coming home from two guys, and I said, Dave. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, let's go out. 8.15, he picked me up, and mm-hmm. I called Harvey, and I said, Harvey, 
Get out of your pajamas. Stop playing on your phone. We're going out. We're coming by to get you. Harvey, and whenever I call Harvey, he never picks up the phone. He calls me right back, and he's like, yeah, pick me up. I said, we'll be there in 10 minutes. Sure as <laughs> Harvey goes, yeah, I was in my pajamas. Yeah, I was. I was, <laughs> I was on my phone. <laughs> I knew it. I had my okay. Superman pajamas on. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the new Cloud Lounge that just opened last week. Yes. And, Formerly uh, the Cloud Palace. Yeah. And they renovated that place completely, too. They did. And it's really nice. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. I love the floor they had, that granite floor. So you got the Cloud Lounge, you got the Utopia, Smoke and Flame, all redone, brand new places. And Eli's. And Eli's, Smoke and Lounge in Nashville. Four late night places. Yeah. All newly redone. When you walk in, right away, all four of us were like, this place is bigger. Yeah, it is. And it was the way the cheers, they have these cheers that are set up in... It's like a U-shape. Like a U-shape, but you could fit a good 15 people. (laughs) They had hookahs going. They had a very good bar. We gave a little education about the cigars. They didn't have... They, they had, well, they're just getting going there. Right. So. They had only about 12 facings. But uh, they, were, but they were good brands, though. They, they were, were good, very good, good brands. brands. Yeah. They got all their materials nice. from two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had good brands. Uh, we gave them a little education about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. The bar was expensive. Our our waitress was, was great. Ramona. Ramona. She knows nothing about cigars. And so oh, yeah. she does now. So she does now. We have to teach her how to <laughs> yeah. how to cut and light and all that stuff. And we gave her, her a about Cuban cigars. honey. Yeah, yeah. We gave her oh, one of those Cuban honey. Yeah. She yeah. loved her it. very first she one. She loved she it. She took a picture. Great. She's like, I'm going to show my father. He's going to be oh, so okay. proud. That's awesome. And so she really liked that one. Good it was perfect. Right down. Right, and it's Ely's uh, fiance sister. <laughs> Yep. We said, so she was there great. you go. She was a wonderful, wonderful uh, they, they were person. They were very accommodating there. Uh, they It wasn't really crowded. You know, it, was it was a, a Wednesday night. It so. was a Wednesday night. Well, he had the idea. He, he was talking about trying to make like Wednesday night cigar night. No, yeah. Thursday. Is he going to do Thursday? Tuesday, maybe. Or a Tuesday. Maybe. He's going to make yeah. a cigar. You said they're yeah. closed Mondays, Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's talking about being open just for cigars. Just maybe. for cigars. Yeah. No hookahs. Just yeah. cigar people. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Which would be awesome. And I even said, we'll bring in some reps to do a show, yeah. which will bring people in. Yeah. yeah. I um, suggested he open even a little early that he, night because a lot of guys come out at you know different places and mm-hmm. they want to go at five o'clock at night. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of the things he explained to us was the bar prices were all set up by a liquor group. Yeah, and I said to be commensurate with other bars, right in the area. The problem is, is you got to have the sixty forty split. Right. So I was telling him, you got to lower your prices, man, because you know you don't want to be ex- selling expensive drinks. You'll never meet that 60%. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know. He'll get there. He'll get there. He's yeah. feeling they're it just, out right they're now. They're just opening. Well, and they were very accommodating. They were well, very these guys, nice. These guys have not done this before. Mm-mm. There's there's three guys involved in this venture, Or I more. Think. Yep. At least. And yeah. this is their first foray into this right. area. So they're so learning. They're going to yeah, learn. They'll get it. They'll get it. They'll yeah. get it. Well, that's you know, good. It's, it's, I think- it's in a perfect spot. You know, I mean, like, you know, Rick, you were mentioning about the Kenyans that do the podcast there. They were thinking about going yeah, to a two place. Two guys, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd I told be a them perfect, that'd be a perfect place for those guys to go. They would I told love them it. about that they a couple weeks it. ago, and they yeah. love that idea because they, yeah. you know, and that's why I say if they could open a little earlier some nights, yeah, mm-hmm. instead of waiting till eight o'clock, if they yeah. can well, open it. The, the lounges in the area, like Plastow right. and uh, two guys, when they close six or seven o'clock, right? And so these guys, the the new hookah cigar lounges, are open later. Yeah, they right. do a so, show at five o'clock on Wednesdays. I would love to hook up with them for a show. Is that when they do it? Yeah. Wednesdays? Yeah, I think it's Wednesday nights. Sure it's, when, I, it's either Wednesday or Thursday. It's be Thursday. They, they, Tuesday and Thursday do they do all the yeah, podcasts. So they do a five o'clock show, and I was like, the hacks have to has we, to be Thursday because yeah. that's when we ran into them. Yeah. We did the Ed and uh, Ed Sullivan and Mr. Jonathan. We did a Thursday right. night over there. Oh, we can meet up down there and, and so I said, show them where it's at. Yeah, I, I said to uh, Joe, one of the one of the members of the group, and I said, oh, you're going to have me on the show. The little white Jewish boy is going to go on your show. Yeah. And he goes, you've got to talk about a really good controversy. I said, yeah, the Kenyan soccer team sucks. <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, yeah, but we run. We run very well. And I said, yes, you do. You just missed the ball. Uh, that's funny. All right. Cloud Lounge, it's great. They're just getting started. Yep. Yeah. They're feeling it out. Yeah. How early yeah. are they opening, though? Are they eight, I wait, think it's eight, seven. Yeah. Seven. And yeah. they're staying open till like, last calls around uh, 1230. On, on 12, Wednesday. So yeah. yeah. During the week. I think it was 12 o'clock when they, sh- yeah. they put the lights on, and he's, they came around and said the last call. So. And just like Utopia, he's jammed on Friday and Saturdays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. yeah you got to put a reservation in yeah. mm-hmm. to get in the door. Yeah. <laughs> On the weekend, so, yeah. Oh, well, that, that'd be yeah. another job for the belly dancer, you know, wasn't it, Linda? Right. Yeah. yeah, I talked to her. When we were up at Eli's, you know, she came around to all of us and thanked us. Yeah. Oh, she did. You well, know. she came for us. Yeah. You know, you were there last year when we had Cloud Palace and everything, you know. and <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, yeah. So she wrote something to us. I should read it. You know, she wrote me a really nice thing and said, I think you put me out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she meant by that. I'm, yeah. You know Oh, with your with your dancing, she was joking with you. No, you oh, came oh, out, maybe. You came out and you yeah, no, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So, uh, you were doing the belly right. dance. So, yes, although yes. the retro hail didn't mention it, and I thought it was the highlight of the night. Yeah. Um, I took my T-shirt and I put it inside my collar so it looked like a halter, <laughs> and I came out with a with a like a. Originally started off like a. You sheet. had a red scarf. I had a red scarf around my head. Yeah. With a cigar in my mouth and my hat on. And they on. put the music on. We all thought it was a belly dance. And out I come. Everybody's laughing. So yeah. I go up to the Lebanese guy and I put my, my foot right up on his chair. And I'm moving my belly around and he's smiling. And then when he realizes it was me, he was like, get away. His face just crunched. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, God. I'm like, he ain't yeah. going to help you right yeah. now. Rick, in your defense, you do have the belly. I do have the belly. <laughs> The only problem was I couldn't shake my hips, so I had to take my hands and move my gut up and down. That was funny. We had a good time. I went right over to No No Nicole, who was like, no. No. Get away from me. She slapped the Buddha. No. No. But it was a blast. That was a great time. I think that was a highlight of the night there. That was funny. Mm -hmm. We had fun. That was a good day. Yeah, it was because we did uh, twins and then the tomahawk and then Eli's. Right. It was a good time. Right. All right, so let's move on to uh, controversy land here. Life's I don't have your music, so we'll do, just have do, to do 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 do, 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 do the sting. 
Yeah, we'll go without the music. We'll just go in. So I'm going back to Old Faithful. You know what? There's been a controversy in the world, and we've been on. It's the um, pink elephant in the room. We haven't really talked about it in a whole bunch of weeks, but uh, um, Mike Lindell from My Pillow. Oh, he put out. He put out a two-hour video today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. About what? Well. He did a deep dive of all the election fraud, and he did a whole documentary digging into all of the different pieces and parts and just showing people in two hours where it came. And, you know, some of the points was uh, one of the ones, uh, Dr. Shiva, this was a perfect example, saw this happen in Massachusetts. In the Senate race, this was going to be the person who was running um, on the Republican side. When he Warren. No, it wasn't Warren. No. It was the other, um, the, the the other bozo who's been there forever. The one who beat Kennedy. So Ken- I thought Kennedy was going to run on the Democratic Markey? side. Markey. Markey. So Markey, Markey won against Kennedy, Markey. which Markey. unbelievable. I got to do that. I don't believe that Markey actually bet Kennedy in the primary, but he did. So he was in the I race. voted for him. So Dr. Shiva was he is actually an MIT professor, but when he was fourteen years old. He is an Indian that came over from India when he was seven in New Jersey. When he was 14 years old, he actually invented email. He is the grandfather of our email system. Right. He invented it before he even went to MIT. He was that super smart. Then he went to MIT. They want to claim credit at MIT that, hey, you know, one of our students invented email. Well, no, he invented it before he got there. Right. Well, he is a professor and he's a mathematic genius. Okay. So what he realized is after everything said he was going to win 60-40. It was all set. 65% of the people were going to vote for him. Well, in all of the districts... Every single district in Massachusetts, he lost. He only got 40% of the vote. That's right. And the other guy got 60%. But it was the same in all the districts. Mathematically impossible for every district to vote 60% the other guy, 40% for him. This guy is Indian, so he, you know, there's just certain ethnic groups that would vote for him more and across the board. Now, there was one district out in Western Mass that predominantly counts hand counts their ballots, and he swept that one, and he won like 65% of the vote. And that was the only area that he won. Hmm. And all the rest of them he lost, and he knew the math, and he knew the anomaly, and he knew that he got robbed of the primary. So he started fighting it, and um, he did a lot of research on it. So he already knew the scam and how they were doing it. And then, of course, they come up with all of the, the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I keep asking, okay. Before the election and up until the day, you could request ballots in Pennsylvania. So if you wanted a ballot by absentee, you had to be a registered voter and you had to request a ballot. And they said on election day, we sent out 1.8 million absentee ballots. That was the number in Pennsylvania. After the election, if you took all of the counties in Pennsylvania and you added up all of the absentee ballots that they received and counted, they counted 2.5 million absentee ballots. So I ask a simple question. If Pennsylvania itself told you they mailed out 1.8 million absentee ballots and they counted 2.5 million, does that number work? 
Now, there was other sections, and I just want to say, if I took a pie and I broke it up into 100 pieces and I gave you 60 pieces, right, and I took 70 pieces, would you say we have a problem? Yeah, absolutely. And so what ended up happening is there was a lot of districts that had 128, 132% turnout. You can't mathematically have more than 100%. Even in the best election, only 66% of the people vote. Usually it's 60% of registered voters. So someone else did the math across the country, and they took how many registered voters there were in the entire United States. And they said, okay, let's just say the president got 70 million votes. If you take that number off, there was only 64 million votes left. So how could the other gentleman have got 80 million votes? And the only way is you have to produce 13 to 16 million additional votes. So they show you all the math. And it's it there. It doesn't and, add up. And it, we all know it doesn't add up. And all it is is there's a court that says, no, I don't want to look at the evidence. There's a judge who says, no, I don't want to look at it. And then there's people looking the other way. And I'm not going to blame this on any one party because both parties are all guilty of this. There was a concentrated effort to run the president out of town. And what the president was doing wrong was he was stopping all of the side money. All these guys have their hands out and they get money from behind the scenes. What I don't like, I've known this for years, the reason we give so much foreign aid is we give $30 billion to, say, Iraq. Well, the reason we do this is that the politicians get about $15 billion in their back pocket. That's where the money goes. Yeah. So they vote for it to go to these foreign countries, and they get it kicked back to them. Right. So all these people in politics, Republicans and Democrats, are all corrupted. And the truth is being laid on the table. And I just but I have fo- to believe that it's going to. Yeah. But it's fallen on deaf ears. Well, yes. because in the until now, but because in the end, this. it'll go to the Supreme Court. They won't touch okay. it. Okay. So I have two pieces I just want to point out in the Constitution. Up and until 1937. Do you know what the Constitution says Inauguration Day is? I'll give you the answer. It is March 4th. Up and until 1937, the inauguration took place on March 4th. That's the Constitution. So you legally don't become president until election year, the year after the election on March right. 4th. That's the date it becomes official. There is a voluntary transfer of power that takes place on January 20th. They started that in 1937. It wasn't done until March 4th, if you look back in history. So we still have at least a hope that one of the reasons I believe they're trying to impeach President Donald Trump is because they all know he's still technically the president. Because you can't impeach somebody who's no longer in office. It's just like evicting somebody who moved out last month. Oh, my tenant moved out last month. I'd like an eviction order. Uh, He moved out last month. Well... How can you evict somebody if they're gone? How can you impeach somebody unless they're still in office? So I think so what even they're not if, telling you. Even if they impeach him, you know, the word impeach means to be judged. No, it means to be removed from office. Right. Impeachment is a system. You can't charge a sitting president with a crime. You can only charge him with impeachment, throw him out of office, and then charge him with the crime. And he can't hold the office again. But you can't impeach a person who's already removed Correct. from the office. Correct. So, Correct. so you got all this going on. Constitutionally, you And cannot. you said a good thing about the Supreme Court. Let me ask you a question. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, did the Supreme Court still operate with eight people? 
No, the answer they, is yes. They had yes, four and four decisions. If there's seven Supreme Court justices, do they still operate the Supreme Court? The answer is yes. So what I have to predict that has to happen is two of our Supreme Court justices are compromised, and they should be arrested and charged with treason, which you can do. Right. You can't arrest a Supreme Court justice for very many things, but if you charge him with treason, you can remove him from office. And so... Before this all goes to the Supreme Court, there are two Supreme Court justices who should be arrested, removed from the Supreme Court, and charged with treason. When they do that, there'll be seven Supreme Court justices left, and five of them follow the Constitution. Right. So when they sit there and judge it, it'll be, you know, five out of seven or four out of seven. So it's going to be treason based on what? Tre- well, that's another what, story. What is the treasonous act? Um, I don't really want to go down the road too far. Uh, but they have compromised. They have created treasonous things. Okay, there are facts and figures out there of things that they have done that are treasonous. And and well, it has to be proved in the court of law. But I, I just want to point out on the same vein, evidentiary laws say this. If I murdered somebody and stole a laptop and I tried to charge you with a crime on that laptop, the judge would say that is not admissible as evidence in the court of law, but in a military tribunal, there is no evidentiary laws. So just understand this. If any evidence comes out, no matter where it comes from, in a military tribunal, it can be used. So it's just a matter of time, whether I'm correct and whether the stuff I say is true or whether... Or whether they go through with it or not. Right, whether it comes to it. So if this comes to pass, but I just think that what Mike Lindell put out today is going to be the shot heard around the world, because I think people are going to see this video and they're going to see these reputable people on this documentary and they're all going to, people are going to start to understand you know, I that, wonder, this is, that, that, that here's the proof, right. here's the smoking gun. I wonder if, who's the, that, that writer from, uh, he did bowling for Col- Columbine, Michael, um, Michael Moore. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where Michael Moore, I mean, he's Canadian born, where he stands. But I would love to he's, see him he's involved. He's on the left. He's a leftist. He is yeah. he a leftist? Yeah, but see, a leftist. And that's yeah. the thing. There's a, there's a group of people, they protect each other. And we all know that and stuff. But by and large, you ask the masses, especially the 80 million people who voted for the president and, you know, right. voted for him for sure. They're appalled by what's going on. Right. And, you know, if you look at the support thing, you look at the president's rallies, you look at Joe Biden's rallies, you look at the support, you look at how many people even follow him on social media. And it's all BS. We all, everybody knows. If you, if you think you're going to tell me that Joe Biden got 80 million votes, I'm like, okay, really? How come? Where are these people? If he had 80 million votes, where are his followers? Where is his support group? I just don't see him. You know, so you can tell me, oh yeah, he got, he, it's impossible. He. It's mathematically impossible. But yeah. if the you judges know lie, I, I found out my grandparents both voted for Obama. I will never go to their gravesite again. Yeah, but that's you know they chose to. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Oh, they voted for Biden. <laughs> well, well, that's if you look They're at dead. these. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But they voted voted they, for Biden. Too. They voted for Biden. Yeah, yeah. and. If you look at the numbers in each of the states, according to what this video shows you, what the states put out for numbers, right. everybody's ignoring the facts. So sooner or later, uh, we the people are going to stand up. And if it doesn't, something doesn't happen, I believe there's going to be 10 or 20 million people who are going to stand up and we're going to take back this country. 
This is no choice. I'm sitting here patiently waiting for everything to happen. I don't think I don't stuff. think Trump if, will ever if, enter if, office again. Well, you, I think that President Trump hasn't left office yet. So I'll leave you with this. This is what I was told on Election Day. On Election Day, he signed the Insurrection Act. So right now, today, in early February, our country is being run by the military. That's who's in control of our country. Number two, he took the military codes for all of the um, nuclear codes. He put it on... Uh, Marine one, and he flew it and passed it to Andrews Air Force Base. So the military codes are in the hands of the military right now. I mean, all the nuclear codes. And so right now, even though it's not in the media, we are actually under martial law, and we are in part of the Insurrection Act. So until they make it public. But I think this video is going to put a lot of people on the other side, because if you watch this two-hour video, you'll have a hard time really admitting that Joe Biden won fair and square. You'll see the math and you'll go, it, it, you just have to watch it. I, I, you don't have to listen to me. Go watch the two-hour video if you can find it. What they keep doing is they keep yep, canceling they it. They hide it. They want to cancel it. Because go to Brideon, Brideon.com. Yep. Uh, Vimeo canceled it on him. Yep. YouTube you know, canceled it. You know, a, so. bold, a bold thing, and I hate to say it, but it's the truth. I think the nuclear codes belong to the military. It's the military that do our fighting. Yeah, but the president and, has the power. I know he has the power, but... At any rate, we elect the president in this country, and the president has a lot of decision-making to do. So we'll see how this all plays out. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm sticking to the American dream and freedom, and, you know, Harvey, you fought for our freedom, and we're sitting here today, and we're watching, you know, our freedom get sucked away. And uh, I just want to... My controversy tonight goes into the fact that uh, I'm of the understanding that the White House is dark, and I'm being told that when you see Biden signing those orders, he's actually not in the Oval Office. And the reason I was told that is the windows don't match, the casing doesn't match, the wallpaper doesn't match. The whole structure of the room is not the Oval Office. So go do your own research on that one, because I, I didn't do my research. I've been told this by other people. But um, I don't think that they let Mr. Biden into the White House. That's what I think happened. And I don't think they let Ms. Harris into the uh, the house that the vice president lives in. So go down to Washington. Go do. Why is the military still there? It's still on lockdown. Mm-hmm. The military and, is there because they're afraid of right. what the Americans are. No, are the military is there because they're, there they're to, in control of the country. No, they're in. They, no, they, they're not, I disagree no, with it. They're, they're afraid of Americans well, because they, they know Americans know the truth, right? Well, and the other thing. But the military was there. They're keeping them there because whatever they're planning on doing is going to disrupt Americans even more. It's going to make them more pissed off and want to go there. It's there to protect them. Well, it it, it is, but it was who brought the military there. And they're vetting all those guardsmen that are there. They're vetting them. And anyone who is a a Trump supporter, they're getting them out of Washington. And that's a fact. We'll see how this all plays out in Peoria. That could be. I agree. I'm just letting you know that's that is the truth. Uh, okay, you can you can actually we'll leave it see that. you can actually see the videos Do-do-do-do-do. of them talking we'll, about them we'll, vetting right. We'll let the this, guardsmen. It's, yep. it's going to be if, ugly. You tr- if you supported Trump, you're no longer around the Capitol. Well, okay, let's play that music. On the oh, out. how's it go? What music? Yeah, we do 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 do
We're not okay. rating this, are we? We are. Yeah, oh, we're we rate, rate every cigar that we smoke. Yep. We Good, bad, or ugly. Okay. So. You like it? I like this one. Dave's going to be the uh, outlier. Well, it's okay. I'm getting down to the oops. end here, and it's still good. I got a half of it left. Yeah, I'm I, not going to throw it away. I'm going Okay, so let's start with Paige. One to a ten. What do you give it? Be honest. 8.2. An 8.2. Fabulous. Harvey? I'm going to go eight. Harvey's going to go an eight. This, I haven't had to relight it. It's outside of my palate. I'm smoking it. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. It's not a it's not a bad cigar. It's just something that I would never buy. And the taste is it's a little strong for for me. So, Mike, yeah. uh, I'm gonna since I'm part of the uh, video with weighted voting, I'm gonna use the weighted voting number point. It's a six point six six. Ooh, I'm gonna give it an eight and three quarters. I kind of like this one. 8.75 divided by 5. five and that gives this a 7.8 not terrible not terrible no, no, not, not a bad. terrible cigar it's um we've smoked a lot of stronger cigars and a few of them i liked very much like for instance the alr mm-hmm. was a stronger cigar mm-hmm. but i enjoyed fantastic. it because of the taste yeah, great was delicious it had a wonderful taste. Yeah. It had great notes. It was very strong for my palate. 2019. But, uh, the 2019. Correct. ALR. And I gave it a nine. Yeah. We smoked the Pandemonium, which was up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that had a great taste, plus the last three yeah. hours on the boat. Jacob's Ladder <laughs> is a good cigar. That, do, you uh, know, do you know, I smoked Foundation's Jacob's Ladder. No, it's, it's not Foundation. Uh, it's, uh, it's, who is it? Southern Draw. Southern, Southern, Southern Draw. Draw. Yeah. Southern Draw. I stood up. I had to sit back down. I had to take some uh, sugar. I, I had to get some lifesavers. My head was spinning. Yeah, I don't find it to be that way, but I found it very yeah. strong. I couldn't. It's a really good cigar. You know, really okay. good. And I just couldn't smoke it. I just couldn't do it. So seven point nine is not bad. Nope. Thanks to the panel. Turn the page. Thank you. Yeah, I, thanks Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. The only bad thing is uh, I don't have a podcast to listen to now because I'm on it. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. <laughs> You're a part of us now. You know. Listening again is half the fun. For the newest hack. And, and again... Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you. And yeah. we will have the official swearing in. I guess we could do that today. Do right no, now. no, Dommy's okay. not here. You're we a hack. for Dommy. Okay, you're next time. Next time. Yeah, you're next time. Hack proby. I'm a pro- yeah. You're Double a proby. Double secret probation. Mm-hmm. You're a proby. All right. That's right. Behind you. All right. Where is the Reverend Harvey? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, folks, I hope you have a good week next week. I hope you enjoy the program. Again, I'd like to thank all our listeners. Um, I'd like to welcome our new hack, thank you. Paige. Oh. Uh, just uh, hope you have a good week next week, and God bless each and every one of you. All right, Enema Boy. This town needs an enema. 
Animal Boy is in the house. Animal Boy is going to be gone for the next two weeks. Oh, what are we so, going to do? Uh-oh. I don't know. I, I might have to just call in, depending on where I'm going to be in Southern Florida. There you go. Oh, call in. Huh? Visiting get on a remote. Oh. Call us up. I will. Try to get to a cigar. I will. I'm going to call you up and say... Guys, it's 70 degrees. I'm in shorts. Oh, you're uh, going to be anywhere near Daytona Beach? Uh, no, say, we're going to be the other the coast. So oh, okay. Daytona, although um, I did call the gringo, and um, when I'm in Orlando, the gringo's only an hour away, yeah. so he's going to meet me. Oh, good. I actually want to play some golf with him, so cool. we're going to hook up, and uh, nice. that'll be perfect. All right. And we have the door-to-door door salesman. I was back in true form. You put the Mustang moniker back in me, so I had to go back to the uh, the crazy subjects. But, you know, we've been laying off for a little while, and it's about time. You know, put the truth on the table. Okay, so uh, this is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hack Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! Thanks. To the listeners, you made it through another one. Thanks, Paige, for all those cigars for Hacker Pop. Yes, oh, thank, you very, very yeah, thank you very those, much. Thank you very much. All those guys really appreciated all that. Yep. All those different cigars than they normally see. Oh, they, did we uh, mention Luddy? We didn't mention Luddy, Luddy at how all. You doing, Luddy? Luddy. <laughs> so, Luddy, we give you six months to make it to the Summer Palooza. Yeah. Get your butt to the country once COVID get, gets over. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, you ain't making it in. <laughs> yep. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And OnlyFans. Send us an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc., etc., etc. Thanks, Paige. <laughs>